best teams are not great teams on day one. They become great because they learn from their mistakes, make adjustments, and course correct. Check out these eye-opening statistics regarding unsuccessful relationships. 65% are because of communication problems. 43% are because of an inability to resolve issues. 65% felt a lack of appreciation from their partner. Good relationships aren't good because they have no issues. They're good because they practice effective communication. It's been said that a relationship is like a shark. It has to constantly move forward or it dies. From CKG Productions, this is the At Home Retro Podcast, here with a simple relationship hack that is quick, easy, effective, and quite frankly, genius. I'm Charlie Posnick, and I spent over 20 years in the software industry. And I'm Kim Baroni. I've owned a hair salon for 16 years. We're just an ordinary couple who stumbled on an extraordinary relationship hack that we just have to share. First of all, full disclosure, we are not relationship experts. I'm not Dr. Phil. And I'm not Dr. Ruth. We're just ordinary people who fell in love and want to nourish the life that we've created so that we continue to be truly happy. One Sunday afternoon, about four years ago, Charlie came up with the idea of doing an at-home retro, retrospective, and it's something we've been doing weekly to keep our relationship healthy and on track. In this first episode, we'll explain what a retro is, where this idea came from, how to do one with your partner, and some benefits that you'll experience. In subsequent episodes, we'll do a deeper dive into specific aspects of the retro. Consider what it would be like to be able to discuss anything going on in your relationship in an easy, non-confrontational, stress-free way. What would it be like to receive weekly appreciation for the things you do, or to be able to bring up something that's been bugging you? How would it feel to know there isn't resentment smoldering beneath the surface? Well, all of this is possible. The retro is quick, easy, and in case you're conflict avoidant, it's not stressful at all. And it only takes about 20 to 30 minutes each week, and you can pretty much do it anywhere, at home, or out for a walk, or even in the car on a drive. A retro is when we sit down once a week and simply talk about what went well, what we can improve on, and perhaps what we learned. While it may sound like it would have a serious tone, for us, it's not heavy, argumentative, or stress-inducing. Okay, here's a little background and where this idea came from. First of all, retro is short for retrospective. I worked in software development for most of my career, many of those years using something called Agile methodology for developing software. Agile teams have six to eight engineers on them, a tester, a product owner, and a scrum master. The team works on a set of enhancements for two weeks. After every two weeks of work, our team would meet for an hour during retro to chat about what we did well as a team and what we can improve on. It's often referred to as continuous improvement, and it's a key component to developing high-functioning teams. I would often share with Kim how much value our team gets from retro, and one Sunday afternoon, I asked if she'd be open to doing an at-home retro. She cracked a few jokes, but agreed to give it a try. We haven't missed a weekly retro in over four years now. Retrospectives, debriefs, postmortems, whatever you want to call them, are nothing new when it comes to building high-functioning teams. After we started doing retros, we wanted to search the web to see if anyone else was doing them besides in software development. We discovered that family therapists may have been the first to try retrospectives with their clients. 
Debriefs are commonly used in healthcare to improve patient safety and in aviation after each flight. The Blue Angels, the flight demonstration squadron of the United States Navy, have been doing debriefs for years. After every flight, the Blue Angels team goes through a critical debriefing process, which they consider as important as the flight itself. They hash out what worked, what didn't, and are wide open to constructive dialogue. Their debrief can take twice as long as the flight itself. This process is repeated every time they fly, and it's a very important aspect of team development. They always say, I made this mistake and I'll fix it. We like to say, I hear what you're saying and I can do better with that. The debrief raises their belief levels in each other, which they know is a key component to any high-functioning team. Now, we're not New York Giants fans, but in 2011, the year that they won the Super Bowl, they held debriefings after each game to understand what did and didn't work. The best teams are not great teams on day one. They become great because they learn from their mistakes, make adjustments, and course correct. They achieve this by doing debriefs, in our case retros, and being committed to continuous improvement. We think this is highly applicable for relationships. Okay, how does this work exactly? All you need is a stack of post-it notes, a lighthearted attitude, and perhaps a beverage of your choice. For us, it's either Sunday or Saturday afternoon. We sometimes sit on the couch with a glass of wine and some crackers and cheese. But since we've been doing this for a while, we often retro while we're out walking in the woods with our dog, Gracie. We do recommend starting with the sit-down version with post-it notes until you get the hang of it. Okay, try to picture this. We each have a different colored pad of post-it notes and a pen. On the coffee table in front of us, we establish two sections. One section is for what we did well, and one section is, is for what we could have done better or would like to improve. We then take the first 10 minutes working independently to write each of our topics onto separate post-it notes. As we're working on these, we place the notes under the appropriate column, what we did well and what we can improve on until there's a post-it note for each topic we plan to discuss. Once we've each written our topics from the week, one person begins by picking up one of their topics to discuss it. Then it's the next person's turn to pick up any of their notes to discuss. We discuss that topic until we feel complete. We alternate until all topics have been talked about. It should take 20 to 30 minutes to complete the retro discussing each note. Once you're done, you throw away the post-it notes and retro is over until the next week. We would argue that 20 minutes you spend with your partner or family doing a weekly retro may be the most important 20 minutes you'll spend together all week. That bears repeating. The 20 minutes you spend with your partner doing retro may be the most important time you spend together all week. When you consider the hours spent each week watching Netflix, Prime Video, or scrolling through social media, spending 20 minutes a week on the most important relationships in your life is kind of a no-brainer. There are just a few guidelines. During retro, there are no devices so that each person can be present with their partner without distractions. Schedule retro on a day and time where you don't expect any distractions for about 30 minutes. And once retro's over, throw out your post-it notes. Here are some of the benefits we've experienced from doing a weekly retro. One major benefit is that discussing a topic becomes much easier, not daunting or stressful, largely because we're discussing it before it becomes a big issue. Another benefit 
is that if you have a conflict avoidant tendency, you no longer need to be concerned with when it's the best time to raise a topic because retro is already in your weekly schedule. Another benefit is that you're fostering an environment of gratitude with regularity. It's a 20-minute window set aside each week to bring up anything in a non-judgmental, non-defensive setting. We'll expand on more of the benefits in another episode. Okay, who do we think could value from a retro? Certainly your primary relationship, and we feel this is equally as good for new relationships as well as relationships you've been in for many years. We feel particularly excited for young families to try this. Kids want to know that they're being heard. A retro can help kids express their frustrated feelings in an environment where there's no backlash and where they'll be listened to with care. We also think this could be very useful for business partners, roommates, or anyone who would like to proactively and continuously improve their relationship. Any relationship where good communication is important can benefit from a weekly retro. Okay, right about now, you may be thinking your partner or kids will never go for this, and after all, everything is just fine. There's already not enough time in the week with work, sports team schedules, house chores, etc. This feels awkward, overly analytical, or over-engineered. You may also think that this feels kind of scary. These may be valid concerns for you, but we challenge these assumptions and ask that you consider giving Retro a try. Thanks so much for letting us share our relationship hack. We imagine you have some questions, which we'll answer in upcoming episodes, but this first episode is intended to be a general overview. We'll be recording a new episode each week as we do a deep dive into various aspects of the retro. In our next episodes, we'll dig deeper into the benefits that we've experienced, some tips on how to suggest this to your partner, and we'll do a mock retro for you. So if you like what you've heard, please tap the subscribe button so that you don't miss out on our new episodes, and please hit the like button. Also, we'd love to hear your comments and questions, so please leave them in the comments below. By the way, if you're bold enough to give Retro a try, we'd love to hear how it went. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk with you next time.